We'll talk about Bruno. Bronco Henry. Fucking, I'm I'm the king, the King Richard. Uh, 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 a, a Spidey one, Spidey two, Spidey three. I want my pig back. Uh, uh I am Venom. Tonight, tonight. It's me, the worst person in the world. Hi, uh, worst person in the world. It's me, Encanto. This has been the films of 2021, now celebrating the Pickies Awards. And here's your host, with an S. Oh, uh, like the Oscars, Cody Lunsford. Hey, everybody, it's me, uh, Chad Oliver. Uh, hey, it, it is also me. And the Amy Schumer, Mark Watlington. Which one wow. do I get to be? I was about to make that joke about myself. <laughs> Which one am uh, I? You're Wanda Sykes. Okay. You're, you're Wanda I Sykes. was on Curb Your Enthusiasm. I was in Honey <laughs> Tang. <laughs> Remember Pootie Tang directed by Louis C.K.? No, come on. Come on. <laughs> this is our, well, no, we got to be edgy at the beginning. That, right. That's how we get people to watch. Right. Could show. you believe Wanda Sykes mentioned Pootie Tang? That was, <laughs> that was crazy. Epic. Epic. Um, um, oh, fuck. What is the name of the joke? Oh, what, what is the joke? Fuck. Hold on. <laughs> I'm trying to recall mm-hmm. this. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. You're referring to no. a joke real Billy by Crystal name? over here. <laughs> yeah. And what is the joke? Hold on. Um. 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 Hold on. Uh, no, we're holding. We're hold- hold, yeah, hold, we're, hold. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, just, going anywhere. Just whenever you're ready. Um. Oh, I'm finishing up the spreadsheet, so like, take your time. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Um. What? It's. It can't be worth. I this. can't find it. It can't it's be worth not doing. It's actually becoming less and less worth it. Okay, hold on. I found it from Bro Bible. Chad, you're um, cutting around this, right? No. Okay, okay, okay. Um, if I have to sit through this, <clears throat> so does the listener. <clears throat> so my husband is going down on me, or as he calls it, Squid Game. Yeah. So the... he's in my nightmare alley. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Was... yeah. <laughs> hey, why do they call it an oven? Um, when you of in the cold food and of out eat hot the food. That's a good question, Chad. And I'm glad that someone's finally addressing it. Hey, this is freaking best pictures, and this is our award show. This is the one where we pick our favorite movies from the last year, not movies we talked about. Well, we talk about them in the Megaplex. I think we talked about probably Probably all all of these. Probably all of them in the Megaplex, but this is where we award the best and brightest Mm -hmm. of the previous film year we've got a lot to talk about so i think we've already done our montage we started the show with the montage we've done some right. topical we played jokes. the clips the audio clips from the movies themselves yeah right mm-hmm. yeah the literal word for word uh clips word for word none clips, of those yeah. were just kind of made up from the name of the movie no, no. everyone's favorite character from encanto named encanto uh <laughs> right, right, spoke, right. and that was that, that was, was good crazy that was I, a good like, quote good part of that movie when he just refers to himself by name well because you had been waiting for it the whole film and like 
they finally showed up and it was a real francis ha moment where you were like why the hell is this movie called encanto and then it's like oh he shows up Uh, uh, there's encanto Encanto. there he is yeah so let's do the other thing award shows do and let's look back let's look back to last year when we Hmm. predicted what we thought would get released and Oscar attention, most importantly, Oscar attention. I was probably we saying at. the French Dispatch then. What was I saying? The you French said the yeah, French right. Dispatch. Yeah. For, for both Pickies and uh, Oscars? I, I can't exactly remember what we did, but, but mm. the idea was like, it's yeah. it's going to get nominations. It is the big awards movie to look yeah. for next year. And, and would you I say you were correct? I would Chad. not say I was correct. It's a great movie. I love it. I'll, gonna, I'll watch it again. But you just know, just gonna toss a command command F French, <laughs> not showing up. Hold on, not showing yes. up. Patch. Nope. Nothing. It's the a. It's still a picky. It's still a picky recommends. Um, but you know, it didn't it, even make our list. Like it, it has no nominations at either yeah. ceremony. And and I considered it a couple of times, genuinely. But mm-hmm. ultimately decided they didn't make the it. cut. They didn't, didn't make, make the cut. cut. It's it's tough. Cut. It's tough to make the award circuit. And Mark, so if you want to talk about uh-huh. the movie you pick, yeah, I picked a movie, and in hindsight, it was a good choice because I'm technically not wrong. It still not could wrong. get Oscars and Picky's attention. Next I would year. say it's likely to do both. Yep. Uh, it is uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Scorsese's uh, upcoming oh, yeah. feature. <laughs> Which Mark thought somehow with it being Scorsese and also a Netflix movie who um, famously don't um, release their dates. Apple TV. Yeah, it's Apple TV. Oh, okay. All right. Ooh, good. It'll be good then. Yeah, It'll Apple be, like, TV makes good, and a good rate. I need to watch Severance. Um, I've been hearing great things about Severance. Yeah. Uh, we crashed. Really good. Um I think the cast has changed since the time you made that prediction. Like, I think there has wow. been a cast swap, but anyway. Yeah, I mean, production had just started. Uh, oh, you know what? It had not started by the time we recorded that. So <laughs> that was a, a little, little ambitious. behind the ball. <laughs> a little ambitious. The movie I picked was West Side Story because, you know, Stevie never misses. And I and, was right. And neither does Cody, apparently. <laughs> no, I'm pretty good. We all nominated West Side Story for something. Mm -hmm. So did the Oscars. Yeah, it's got lots of awards. Mm -hmm. So that was our retrospective. I think it's time for, we're still in like the the ceremony that they hold the the day before where they give like the lifetime achievement. Uh, We're doing one of those? Well, we're about to give special recognition. So yeah, Mm -hmm. we're still doing that. So Chad, talk about your special recommendation nominees or so, no i guess they're not nominees they they all win yeah they're all winners yeah. um i have two both of which dropped on netflix so in these trying times where you may still be scared to go to the movie theaters you can plop down on your couch and watch a netflix uh and bo burnham's inside uh it's been out for like over a year now yeah. and it is incredible it's my favorite piece of like pandemic art it captured just like our loneliness and our fears and our mortalities in in comedy it it captured a lot it did great uh good it's probably the most pandemic Mm -hmm. like the Mm -hmm. most quarantine 
of the quarantine releases. Not like in that right. it, yeah. it, it wasn't is, like it just has the overtly the ab- of quarantine. It wasn't overtly about like the COVID nineteen pandemic, but it was about isolation in like a way yeah. that yes. it, it feels like uh, required pandemic viewing. And it, I still think about it. I still sing the songs to myself. Great, great great special one of my favorite movies if you could call it that of of last year genuinely still in my top 10 top 15 ish from last i kind of forgot that it had come out this um eligibility year but it it, it totally did it may have been after the oscars cut out Mm -hmm. cut off it it, uh, it came out of may it came out of may May. whoa (laughs) seems like it was much longer ago bless you it does that was off mic no one heard that Mm, i did uh so (laughs) when i said it when I said it's been out for over a year, I was a liar and I lied. Oh, I did look that up and I was not going to call you out on it. Gotcha. So almost but you year. were wrong. Uh, I was wrong. Award your other recipient. Yes. My other recipient is Midnight Mass, the latest from, why am I blanking on this guy's name? Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan. Great horror director guy. I love him. Love what he's doing. Midnight Mass is my favorite thing he's made. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't know anything about it, keep it that way and just go watch it. It's, it's uh, good. It's good. It's about religion, um, and it's about scary things. Yep. So um, my special recognition recipients are, is are is what I was trying to say at the same time. It's Mayor of Easttown, a miniseries that I watched this year, really love. Kate Winslet is great in it. My other is Peacemaker, the most surprising superhero thing that I've watched this yeah, it's, year. It's real. Good. John Cena's incredible. The, the mm-hmm. whole show is great and really comes together very well. And my final is the Fear Street Saga um, because of its release strategy, which was really cool. There was a new movie release on Netflix three weeks in a row um, for the series. And they all went sequentially like back in time to tell like backstory stuff. Um, there's a... Uh, Interestingly enough, a movie this year that's has a similar idea, not back to back to back, but mm. are going to have pretty quick sequels, which I think is cool. Um, but I won't ruin that surprise. Um, what is it? The Matrix uh, Resurrection? I mean, Reloaded? It's X. It's oh. X. Yeah, I oh, had no idea. Cool. Well, thanks yeah. for not spoiling it. <laughs> well, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I guess it's not really a spoiler that another movie is happening. I think I don't yeah, think that's fair. I mean, we know uh, there's I, like five Avatar know. sequels coming up, and that doesn't really tell me anything about the next Avatar. Movie, no, it doesn't so, at all. Yeah. You guys should is watch. It, X, is the, the second one called X Two X Men United? Nope, it's called Pearl. Oh, yep. weird. Yeah, and you then the third one's called Triple X. I don't know what the third one will be. It's uh, it's X Men Three: The Lost Stand. Yep. So anyway, Fear Street, really good horror movies, like teen horror movies that are still pretty like vicious and fun. Um, So those are my recipients. Mark. Uh, My recipients are not in the order they're written down. Uh, First of all, Get Back, the eight hour Beatles documentary. Um, Just a really great, like if you're a Beatles fan, it's just amazing to like kind of be in the room with, with these people. Yep. as they create great albums also just like a great look at you know a, a band that there's a lot of mythology about and it kind of breaks down some of that mythology mm-hmm. um but also it's just kind of like a, a day in a life of, of like mythical figures which is fun um also bad trip a unscripted lightly scripted movie from netflix eric andre and the crew 
Um, it. I mean, I just like had a great time watching that movie. It's, it's just like really fun, dumb yeah. fun. The the premise is just that these the these people are like on a trip. They like stole a car to go meet some girl, but all of the movie. The movie has lots of these like segments of like these big stunts and pranks and set pieces that are like normally in movies, but they're filmed in front of like just live people on the street, um, just capturing their reaction to like, you know, like a huge car crash and explosion and then people fighting in the streets. And they're like, what, what the fuck is going on? It's, it's extremely mm-hmm. funny. Uh, just a, a great time. Also the Snyder cut for, you know, not because I don't, I mean, I have not rewatched the Snyder cut. I enjoyed the Snyder cut about five times more than I expected. And I think the true, the same is true for you guys as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Snyder cut's a good, a good movie. Yes. I mean, <laughs> like I have it on here, not because, I mean, this is not nominated for best picture, uh, but it is nominated for a special award for like most improved is a great way to put it. Like, <laughs> yeah. like completely blew away all of our expectations. Uh, it just turned a, a bad movie into like a, pretty good movie yeah yeah good job zach all right so now we're getting into the true awards and there's a lot to go through i'm yeah. reminding my right. two hosts yeah we might need to so speed let's things keep it, up let's okay. keep it quick Risk. but here's here's how we're gonna do this okay i think each one of us reads out their full list of nominees gives okay. us couple quick things about them and then we'll move on to the next we can have discussion we want to have discussion we want to have fun but i think read your full list instead of going one by one i i think that we should start with the ones that we have in common and then go through the full lists leaving those out we probably should talk about this before we recorded the podcast maybe that way it leaves out to you know i mean at times like there will be uh nominations that we all have the same thing nominated how about all of us, we each read, like we just read through the list. Chad reads through the list. I read through the list. You read through the list. We sure. talk about what we have in common and then talk about things we want to highlight. So we just go through the list without that makes pausing sense. and then talk. Yes, that's what we'll One do. of us should have listened to last year's. Because <laughs> this is useless to have in there. I mean, we just got to keep moving because I don't have time codes written down. I don't know when we started. So let's just okay. push on through. I'll start. Voice over nominations. I like to have some fun here. This is voiceover and motion capture. Um, I have Jacob Tremblay as Luca in Luca. I also have Reza Ahmed as Amin in the English dub of Flea, which I did watch. Uh, Yaya Abdul-Mateen II as Morpheus in the real world, which is the motion capture performance in The Matrix of yeah. the Yeah, sure. All Am right. I wrong? I nominated Jack Dylan Grazer as Alberto and Luca, Danny McBride as Rick Mitchell in Mitchell's versus the Machine, Emma Berman as Julia in Luca, Kelly Marie Tran as Raya in Raya and the Last Dragon, and John Luke. Wow. <laughs> I know this man. How do I say his last Leguizamo. name? Leguizamo. Leguizamo. John Leguizamo as Bruno in Encanto. And so I also had Jack Dylan Glazer as uh, Alberto in Luca. I also had Jacob Tremblay as Luca in Luca. Uh, I had Stephanie Beatrice as Mirabelle in Encanto. And I had Jessica Darrow as Luisa in Encanto. And for a mocap performance, I had Tom Hardy as Venom in Venom, Let There Be Carnage. As uh, both, 
did he do the motion capture? I know he did the voice. I don't know. I don't, so, uh, I don't say know who did the motion capture. Andy Circus directed the, the thing. Andy Circus did do mocap for Carnage. I don't know if he did it for Venom. Mm, interesting. Um, so the Luca crew, they pop up on a couple of our lists. Yeah. Those are really fun, like kid performances. Very good. Yes, and Jacob like, Tremblay is fantastic at being a kid, and I do not know what he's mm-hmm. going to do when he grows up. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, that is a career I am interested in. Is like, what does he do in like ten years? Uh, and no Jack Dylan is just like one of my favorite young actors. Did you guys watch his HBO show? Uh, we are who we are. Mark did, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, really good. good. Show. Really good yeah. show. He's great at it. A recipient of the Special Recognition Award in 2020. Whoa! Has it been out that oh, long? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, it did. Two yeah. pickies ago, it was a special recognition, or last no, it year. Was for the the one twenty twenty calendar year. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so we reward we awarded it in twenty twenty one. Correct. Okay, it's, cool. It's the standard Oscar. Good. I just wanted to make sure you weren't talking about the twenty twenty award show. So okay. Yeah. That uh, rattles my world a little less. <laughs> so. Anything else you guys want to highlight from these? We have a lot of Encanto mm-hmm. nominations pop up. Bruno, he's got a whole song about him, but his performance. Hey, we don't, we don't, we of, don't talk about Bruno. Uh, yeah, we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> his, um, he's kind of got this manic energy mm-hmm. that that's really fun. Um, it truly, when it came down to my Encanto uh, nominations, they were just the characters I liked most. <laughs> so. Fair. Let's I just I just nominated there. them. Uh and I mean Mirabelle puts the movie on her back. She's great. I I like her. Yeah. yeah. She she's like a little nerdy like yeah. well Luis is the one that actually puts the movie on her back and and quite literally. She has yeah. like a lot of pressure but uh but neither of them are my number one. I think my number one is Jack Dylan Glazer. Is it Glazer or Grazer? We have Glazer down here and I don't think that's right. Nah, is, look it up. Is it Jack Dylan Glazer? Uh, it's it's Grazer. It's Grazer with it's an R. Grazer, yeah. Who who put that? Who wrote that down? I was like, what's going on with this? I, I read it because that it was in front Cody. of me. I will. It would be me. I will do the Will Ferrell Anchorman thing and just read whatever the fuck's in front of me. But like, it was just it sounded wrong coming out of my mouth. Okay, so uh, Cody pronounced it right, but spelled it wrong weirdly. Um, Mark, who is your winner? Um, it's probably. I mean, like Riz Ahmed in Flea seems like a cheap choice because he is just redubbing something, but it's a good performance. Uh, so I might go with that. Okay. So I am also going with Jack Dylan Grazer as Alberto and Luca. This is not collusion. I already had my choices picked. Um, so I think that by default makes him the winner, unless you want to protest. No, it's fine. Mark. Hi, it's the winner. Right. Great. Sounds good. So he's the winner. Now we are moving on to best animated. Jack Dylan Grazer is finally a picky award winner. Finally. Finally. This is his first time as a winner. All right, we got to speed up. Okay. Okay. Animated feature. We all nominated the same thing. Mitchell yeah, versus the Machines I, in Canto, Raya, Luca, and Flea, except Chad didn't nominate Flea. Right. Because I, I also seen it. nominated Bell. Oh, um, I don't know. Instead of Encanto. Why I thought that said Encanto. Yeah, Be- <laughs> Bell. You did not nominate Encanto. That's interesting. I don't love the movie. I think it's okay. Yeah. I think yeah. it's the, I'm with the, it. it's a movie it's that the gr- least good Disney movie that came out this year. It grew on me after the fact. Watching it, I, I was need thinking. need to rewatch it when it's, it's fine. popular. Yeah. yeah. 
but it has been insane to have watched it in November, like when it first came out. Mm. Nobody talked about it. A month later, everybody saw it. it became the biggest. Yeah, thing in the world. when it came and out I on Disney already, Plus, like, it was like the biggest. Right. Yeah, it got so much hype, and that's when I and saw I, it. Was when it was like going through all the hype. Right. So, so yeah, but no, um, I, I I want to shout out Raya. That that's a movie from early in the year that I still really love. It's. She's got a sword that's a grappling hook. I'm a simple man. That's mm-hmm. what I need. And she's got like a roly-poly animal. Luca remains gorgeous and fun yeah. and like very slight in a good way. Um, Flea is heartbreaking. Um, Chad, you really need to see Flea. Yeah, I know I do. It's just, you know, a lot of movies. A lot of movies. And then Mitchell's versus the Machines. It's it's incredible. It's, it's yeah. fun. It's irreverent in the like Lord and Miller way. And um, I don't. That's my winner. My winner is Luca. Um, because I just love what Pixar is doing these days. From Soul yeah. to Luca and Turning Red, it feels like they're turning a new chapter where they're a little more willing personal. to like think outside the box with like their animation mm-hmm. style, but they also are like more deeply personal and a little more grown up too. Like soul yeah. is very interested in like mortality. Luca but is Luca isn't grown up, which I think is what's great about it is it's still personal yeah. without being it like, and turning red mm-hmm. isn't grown up either. It yeah. just is specifically 13 yeah. in a real way. Yeah. Like, we'll be talking about that one next year. God, that's Definitely. one of my favorite movies lately. Pixar has been, crushing it and uh yeah luca was no exception it it had like that you know studio ghibli kind of feel to it where it's like super low stakes like it wasn't like you know the end of the world is coming and you need to be the one to save it it was just like i want to ride a vespa with my best friend through italy and that's all i want to do uh i love it it's it's the vibes are perfect i love i love the movie Mark, who's your winner? Mitchell's is also my winner. I just love the the madcap Lord and Miller uh, animated animated style. It's it's just a lot of fun. So that's easy peasy. It's Mitchell's an awesome movie. Will just be the overall. Mi- Mitchell's won, and it's a great movie. No qualms. Okay. Now presenting adapted screenplay. <laughs> Who can we have present this? Uh, I can go it's first. Us again. Yeah, Chad. Go. So I am. Mark, did you? misspell this going in i copied and pasted from the other sheet okay i don't know if that's correct so uh talking about john spates that is correct that's how you spell his name okay so john spates denis villeneuve and eric roth for dune i nominated steven levinson for tick tick boom i nominated m night Shyamalan for old james gunn for the suicide squad and tony kushner for West Side Story in Adapted Screenplay. My Adapted Screenplay nominations are Alexander Heyman, David Mitchell, and Lana Wachowski for The Matrix Resurrections, Stephen Levinson for Tick, Tick, Boom, Nicole Holofson or Ben Affleck and Matt Damon for The Last Duel, David Burke and Paul Verhoeven for Benedetta, Tony Kush for West Side Story. And it's Kushner. Uh, I nominated David Lowry for The Green Knight, Jane Campion for Power of the Dog, Nicole Holofson or Ben Affleck and Matt Damon for The Last Duel, Stephen Levinson for Tick, Tick, Boom, Maggie Gyllenhaal for The Lost Daughter. I did pronounce the the ellipses. I I heard it. They're in Tick, Tick, Boom. So we all nominated Tick, Tick, Boom. Somebody want to talk about why? 
I can speak to that a little bit. I think like when we're talking about adapting something for the screen, mm-hmm. uh, this was an incredible adaptation in that I think like, I think I would have been annoyed if I had just seen the play when it was just a play. I would have thought, oh, this 30 year old, yeah. he thinks he, he doesn't, he thinks he doesn't have all the time in the world to become a big shot. Like but mm-hmm. then he dies like uh, two years later. Yeah. And he yeah. wrote this movie about running out of time and trying to like say something before his death. And then he dies. And this movie uses that real world tragedy that happened, like this artist who has gone too soon. Uh, and like it recontextualizes everything in some in a way that's like beautiful and it really enhances the musical that I think I would have been too like cross-armed to enjoy if I had yeah. just seen it when it came out. Um, yeah, it feels more like a biopic of an artist, maybe yeah. a jukebox musical, than it does like an actual like musical adaptation, which I think is, you know, what makes that movie so great, along yes. with the performances, which we'll talk about later. Serves it very well. I want to shout out Benedetta, a movie that I have been obsessed with since I saw it. Took a real like historical fact, made it very like compelling on screen, you know, added like some layers to it about like, who's allowed to have power and who's not i adore that movie want to shout out that nomination as well as the nomination for tony kushner for west side story which chad also nominated they're adapting a best picture winner like it 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 could be so easy to either just do it again or do a radical reimagining and what this movie does is a very like subtle change but it's actually a massive change i was listening now i'm gonna sound like shove me in a locker but i was listening to the dga podcast with steven spielberg talking about this movie 78 percent of the doc uh, the dialogue is completely new um oh, interesting completely new interesting. um they like gave anybody's more of a character they like just mm-hmm. kind of contextualized it by putting in the like um i think it's the lincoln center is mm-hmm. what's going on there yeah they, they put all that stuff in there and you know to change the order of the songs and really just like make things like hit differently like the the move that i can point to it, you know because i don't have an encyclopedic knowledge of the original but i really liked it but the thing that i can point to is putting i feel pretty after Tony has killed Maria's brother. It makes like, it a tragic song. It makes it sure. tragic because she's yeah. celebrating and everything is good and she doesn't know you yeah. have that like dramatic the irony, irony there. Yeah. Uh, it's good. Good Great stuff. stuff. I um, want to give I, a quick shout out ahead. to the, the Suicide Squad, James Gunn. Uh, the reason I nominated it is because it's a sequel to one of the worst blockbuster movies that's come out in recent years. And he totally makes it work james gunn has a knack as we saw in the show peacemaker but also through like characters like peacemaker in this movie he has a knack for taking characters that we shouldn't care about and that we shouldn't like and just making them work on screen making that making it all just like come together and sing and the the suicide squad is one of my favorite blockbusters in a long long time um one of my favorite like between the batman and the suicide squad you're a DC stand. I'm a DC. I'm a DC stand now. I got to like yeah. cancel my Marvel Unlimited subscription and, and just read DC now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Mark, shout shout outs from you. Uh, I got a shout out that I'll, the last duel, um, written by two best friends and then a, a woman who was like, this movie needs a fucking woman's touch because yeah. it is about sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they were just originally just going to do the two guy point of views, but it was her idea to. <laughs> i hope not um (laughs) i think that um it the just the structure of it and the way Mm -hmm. that it recontextualizes all of this all of these scenes um through each uh you know each you know recontextualization like they revisit it um is is just really cool and it, it lets you you know see all of these points of view without you know having a side with the you know there's clearly a wrong point of view here yeah. uh and it, it doesn't like have you side with him as much as just kind of like recontextualize i don't know i think it's just a, a great movie and the the screenplay which is long but moves um yeah. is is a huge reason for that well and i have nerded out about this before but the way the way that it was written where each one of them took a segment like is is cool and like yeah. a really interesting way to write something um that is my winner that is also my winner Hmm. see i was gonna maybe i was gonna give it to dune which i didn't even call out in my section but (laughs) dune also like as far as adapting goes took this very dense book source material and adapted it to something that was very digestible and very fun to watch love 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 dune another one of my favorite blockbusters yeah i movie i agree with that keep struggling yeah but Mm -hmm. it is it is hard for me to like the screenplay and the fact that it is half of a screenplay, I think is what makes that movie tough to nominate here. I hear that. I, and I have no issue. It sounds like this movie last duel, which I haven't seen is very, very good. I might be now, singing the same song as you and, and the, it might the, be other, to watch it. It. the yeah. other thing is that all three of us nominated tick, tick, boom. And I would not mind not winning. True. Tick, tick, boom got a nomination for me, but like, it's not, you know, ranked choice voting, it's probably like fourth for me, which is why I wasn't really mm. pushing it. You know, that that's kind of the thing that happens sometimes. It's like we line up, but it's not one that I feel like huge passion for. Yeah. I mean, if y'all feel huge passion for last duel, I don't mind. You, you claim, I mean, you both voted for it. So like, that's the winner to me. That's what it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Um, Chad, you need to see that flick. It's mm-hmm. really good. And it's great. Like, it is more entertaining to watch than it seems, but also handles things very well. Yeah, it's it is been... also very long, but you could, I mean, uh, I'm about to get assassinated by Ridley Scott. You could maybe split it up into three episodes. Yeah, that would be interesting to watch it yeah. like that. Um, where we lined up with the Oscars, Lost Daughter and Power of the Dog. That um, Those were mine too. Both yeah. uh, very good movies. We did not line up. Oh, and also Dune. Oh, yeah. Mark made a new document. <laughs> I made the new document. Uh um we did not line up on coda or drive my car um no strong reasons for that we just did not yeah like i don't feel any strong reasons okay original screenplay i'll go first oh why did i volunteer myself for this Eskel, <laughs> um, vote and joaquin trier i'm a, i'm guessing i think it's yokim yokim that Eskel, sounds right. Voigt, and yokim trier for the worst person in the world Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza, Tom McCarthy, Marcus Hinchy, Thomas Bidigain, Noah Debris, Stillwater, Michael Rianda, 
and Jeff Rowe for The Middles versus The Machines, and Julie Ducarau for Tatane. I'm going to go ahead and just hop in and say that I nominated all of the same ones as Cody, except instead of Mitchell versus the Machines, I had Michael Sarnowski for Pig. I'm not going to pronounce those fucking names, so I'm just going to let Cody do it for me. <laughs> I also had The Worst Person in the World and Licorice Pizza, but I nominated, and Mitchell's in the Machines, uh, but I also nominated Jesse Andrews and Mike Lowe for Luca and Adam McKay for Don't Look Up. Uh, listen uh, i like the movie it's not my winner but i do think this i do play. think i think that that's the strength of the movie is like the concept and like the the screenplay i just think adam mckay should have shot it like his uh, typical comedies and given more given comedic performers more room for like improv to like punch it up because i think it's a great studio comedy script and like a good starting point i just think i think some of the execution been- was lost somewhere along the way the the jokes could use some rewrite which is mm-hmm. maybe the script's fault but also improvising fault i uh, also am just here to say original screenplay was the weaker category this year in general oh absolutely <laughs> it, 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 it was yeah. hard to think of five movies that i really wanted to nominate um i'll say that the oscars also nominated don't look up worst person in the world licorice pizza as well as king richard and belfast yeah, we mess on those. Wait, Belfast, I didn't write down. Belfast would have been original screenplay. I thought that would have been adapted because it's like uh, it wasn't it was written anywhere first. Okay, yeah, then, then you know what? Sub in Belfast for Don't Look Up so that it's not on our pickies list. Fine. I, I am I'm comfortable with that. Belfast is better. Okay. Does that make you happy? Don't look up, not nominated not. by the pickies now. Is that, that is this the only nomination? Good. Okay. Because cool. we did nominate Vice got a lot of nominations and I didn't like it then. If they have continued. I like Adam McKay. I like to don't look up. I do I think it's cringe that it's nominated for Best Picture? Yes. But did yes. I like the movie? Also, I yes. think it's also cringe. I was told I was a bad person who didn't care about climate climate change. When I told you that. No, not you personally. But the the director did. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> That's a problem. Okay. So, um, I want to shout out worst person in the world. We're going to talk about this movie a lot yeah. going forward. So I don't want to waste too much breath on it. But it's incredible. The screenplay is incredible. Mm-hmm. It's really affecting. It really gives a sense of this late twenties that we're all in. Mm-hmm. Um, also it's told shout through out- like a series of like very good vignettes. Uh, yes. with like different chapter marks and, and they're all yes. very good. They all function as like their own isolated Short thing, but they stories, also yeah. build up uh, to the beautiful movie that it is. It's very good. I also want to shout Stillwater, which I felt vindication in after banging the drum for everyone should see this movie. And then Mark gave it a nomination last night. I think it's this movie also weak great. category. It is a weak category. <laughs> and this wasn't on my list until... Uh, Chad you saw how us, weak the category was. Well, Chad told us that original or old wasn't an original screenplay, and it knocked it off both. Yeah, it's based on a graphic list. novel, and that's another one with the adaptation. The changes he made, uh, I think, are better. It makes it oh, more campy are. and fun. But they probably yeah. are. But that was such a strong category that I didn't make yeah. it there. Um, I was but, the only one brave enough to show old so the brave. recognition, but Stillwater, like. It, it, it just is like, I don't know. I, the movie like really changes and evolves as it goes. And it's really like sympathetic. And yeah, is like this your winner? No. Oh, okay. The first 40 minutes of Stillwater, I thought were going to be like what I expected from Stillwater, which is like a detective got to rescue my daughter kind of thing. 
which I was kind of interested in. Uh, but then it, it changes to something very interesting, uh, much like my pick, Titan, um, mm-hmm. which starts off as um, kind of like a slasher, very violent movie. Uh, car it, fucking. With, with car fucking before that. Yeah. Um, and then slowly turns into like a found family acceptance mm-hmm. kind of journey it's crazy which, which yeah. is insane but the screenplay does a great job of like keeping the tension during that part um with hidden identity stuff and with some mystery of like what the fuck is happening but it's also just very sweet um i love that movie it's my winner so i'll walk you through my thought process because it's between two uh Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza, and then Eskil Vote and Joaquin Trier. What I'm saying it wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, for the worst person in the world, and it's going to go to the worst person in the world. And, and here's why: Paul Thomas Anderson writes his scripts and word documents, and it's very messy and unprofessional. So that's why. <laughs> Good. Fine. Okay. That is one that we all nominated. I think that screenplay mm-hmm. is. A lot of fun. I think that's uh, which which one fun. specifically? Licorice pizza. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I a lot of fun has stuff fun. happens, but like it just bothers me that he doesn't <laughs> stick to the status quo. That's really funny. You're, it bothers you that he doesn't pay the subscription fee for Final Draft. Yeah, it's like your PGA. No subscription what are you fee. To prove? You, you just you just pay once and you have the software. There's no subscription fee. It's wow, like you're really really gatekeeping, uh, keeping poor people out of the screenwriting industry. Poor people like Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> you can download free screenwriting okay, software. Okay. <laughs> um, my winner is also Worst Person in the World. I cool. just adore that movie. It's um, a hit. It's a hit. It's it's a best picky winner. Um, or Mark, unless you want to fight it too much. Well, that's fine with me. You also nominated it. Yeah. Okay. Now here's where it maybe gets messy. Um, supporting actor, mm. Mark, you go. Uh, my supporting actors are Mike Feist, Feist as Riff Feist. in West Side Feist. Story, Vincent Lindon as Vincent in Tatane, Ed Harris as Lyle in The Lost Daughter, Anders Danielson Lai as Askel, the worst person in the world, Troy Kotzer as Frank Rossi in Coda. My nominees are Mike Feist as Riff, West Side Story, Bradley Cooper as John Peters in Liquor's Pizza, Ben Affleck as Pierre de Alacon, The Last Duel, Anders Danielson Lai as Axel, the worst person in the world. John Cena as Peacemaker, the Suicide Squad. You are nominating that for a TV show, not for a movie. Just saying. Uh, my nominees are Mike Feist as Riff in West Side Story. Jared Leto as Paolo Gucci in House of Gucci. Paolo Gucci! Paolo Gucci! <laughs> I have Herbert Nordrum as Elvind in The Worst Person in the World. I have Benny Safdie as Joel Walks. Walks? Wax, Wax? as Joel in uh, <laughs> Licorice Pizza. And I have Andrew Garfield as Peter Three in Spider-Man No Way Home. So where we matched up with the Oscars was Troy Kotzer for Coda um, from Mark. And we did not match up for Jesse Plinman's Power of the Dog. Uh, Kieran Hines, Belfast, Cody Smith-McPhee, Power of the Dog, J.K. Simmons being the Ricardos, which is a bad nomination. Uh, the power, <laughs> the rest of them are fine, or I'm fine to good. I think this was one of the I'm, ones where we like, ah, Power of the Dog's good. I'm, I'm actually going to make a uh, a turn here and nominate pa- uh, Cody Smith-McPhee instead of Ed Harris. 
yeah, I think that's fair. That's, that's fine. Like, I mean, he's good. he's yeah. he's really good. Like, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not I think he'll probably win the Oscar, and uh, he's great. He's borderline mm. lead, and I might could even put him in my lead. Uh, but I don't think I he's think the lead. He's kind of the lead, though. Yeah, he's kind I, of the lead. It's, I, it's between him and Troy for the Oscar, I should say. But I think it's Troy. Troy has him. Yeah. Yeah. You think so? But yeah. The movie starts with Cody narration. It ends with Cody narration. He's, he's like active force in the movie. I get that it's an ensemble movie technically, and he does yeah. take the back seat for like a good chunk of the middle. But he feels like the lead to me. But if it's an ensemble, it's Plemons and Kristen Dunst and supporting the two yeah. leads are Benedict and Cody. But anyway, I am still gonna just follow the Oscars. Here. No, and we always do. Hey. We always like if they mm-hmm. have one, we go with what they say. Except for last year, because of the fucking, uh, there is no lead in uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. That's when we diverted from them. Stupid. We were like, There's a titular the character. Two, two titulars. That's true. So um, I, I'm ready to tell you who I'm gonna vote for with my special little shout out. My special little shout out is Andrew Garfield as Peter Three in Spider-Man No Way Home. He wins for me. He's the guy that like we didn't appreciate when we had him as spider-man because his movies weren't very good frankly but when he shows up on screen in this movie in this ugly looking movie it's magic (laughs) and he you can tell we've been on twitter this week right he uh he gives this magic performance where it's like he convinces us that we did want him back as Spider-Man. I agree. It's a good and performance. It's a good, it's a great performance. And that beat where he saves MJ just it's good where, where yeah, she's having good. to like check in with him that he's okay because he's going through like a mm. crisis. It's so good. He's fantastic. I will say that leader. we, we did appreciate him at the time. Everyone said he was the better Spider-Man, but not as good as Peter Parker, which I kind of stand by. I don't, know what, I don't know what that means. So <laughs> I guarantee you knew what it meant in 2014. Um, but his his Peter Parker is much better, uh, mainly because he does bring the depth and the sadness of losing Gwen. Um, okay, Toby he... Toby brought some depth and some sadness too back in the okay, day. So, yeah. so, um, so, some of my nominees I want to hit Ben Affleck in The Last Duel is having so much fucking fun and he's so good in it. He plays a sleaze bag. It's very much a movie where, like, he, I mean, he was making it. He could have chosen to be the Adam Driver role. That's originally like what they were thinking. And he was like, no, let me be supporting. Let me play the weirdo creep. Like, <laughs> It's fun, and he's really good in that movie. Um, Anders Danielson Lai as Axel in Worst Person in the World. Incredible performance. He yeah. plays, like, the older boyfriend at the beginning, and, you know, you see him go through waves of, like, he's a cartoonist, but he's so, like, fucking serious about his dumb cartoon, and... Like mm-hmm. has about of being canceled, and then other things happen in his life, and he reconnects with the main character, and I I just think it's it's great. Uh, Mike Feist's riff, one of the like holy oh, he, fuck star is born moments yeah, of the year. He is a star of tomorrow, and it all started here in this movie, and it's a really good performance. It's I wouldn't be so mad if good. he won, but I am voting for Andrew. Um, my winner is Bradley Cooper as John Peters in Licorice Pizza because that is a fucking true supporting performance mm-hmm. and one of those performances that like he shows up 
fucking changes what the movie is dramatically and during his whole segment yeah. you're just worried about him showing up again i am also not mad about that that was <laughs> he's so good bradley yeah. cooper weirdly like super supported by the academy but mm-hmm. super slept on at the same time because they won't fucking just give him an award they snub him for director he should have won for silver linings playbook honestly when uh, because it's when jennifer lawrence won and honestly I, I think he's better in that movie than she is they're both very good but like he he's so good won in that for movie stars born he should have won for a stars yeah. born yeah or that that too stars born should have like ran the table period. you could have won for the hangover and I, that would have felt justified he's a good actor he's, he always he's shows nominated up. this year not for this role but is he for nominated being a for nightmare producer, being a producer uh, on nightmare alley which is why he was also nominated a couple years ago for being okay. the producer on joker yeah control uh, f on nightmare alley in this document as well and <laughs> only shows up from the oscars interesting weird i kind of like that movie i like that movie more than a lot of people it's and i think fine. cooper is good in it and i think the final scene with cooper is incredible yeah, but, you just have to like sit through a pretty boring movie to get to that last scene. Yeah, yeah my my, like. my personal nightmare alley is waking up and that movie is still on because so I took a nightmare alley. Nightmare alley is Amy Schumer's vagina. We already yeah talked about yeah, that. where course, her husband likes to play the squid game. Yeah. All right, it's my turn. We have not talked about Troy Kotzer, who is likely going to win the award. Yeah. It's just a great like dad who's fun and has a fun beard and face and talks about sex all the time just a, a great character that we always love to see in movies also he's deaf and speaks first through sign language very fun yeah um, i mean that the, scene where she sings to him and he feels her vocal cords uh, is one of the one of the best oh scenes. it's so great one of the best I mean, scenes the, of the year that that's the oscar winning moment there. yeah like yeah that, that, that is the clip that, that they it. play <laughs> On Oscar Are there going to be clips this year? If they don't have fucking clips after cutting all this other shit, I'm going to be so mad. My Oscar clip for him is when he says that he can't stop fucking his wife. Hey, I <laughs> hey, get it's it. Good. It's a good scene. Uh, I also nominated Cody Smith McPhee, who is maybe a lead, uh, but the Oscar says he's supporting and he's great. He's he starts off as like kind of an effeminate weird kid and he stays as kind of a weird kid, but like I love the turn that you can see in him when he goes to boarding school and then comes back mm-hmm. and clearly like knows himself a lot better, has made friends, has like kind of made his own personality and like s- suddenly has the power to like take total control of any situation he's in, even if it does not seem like it. Um, my other nomination is my winner, which is Vincent Lindon as Vincent entertain Um a role that is like, I guess it's not a total spoiler to talk about it, but he is a guy that is like grieving mm-hmm. and is offered an opportunity to reconnect with the person that he is grieving and chooses to accept that it's that person, even though all of the signs point against it. Um, it is like another father role that is weird and complex and he really sells it and you feel for him in so many ways. He's like, a weightlifter firefighter who's like jacking steroids into his ass, mm-hmm. um, teaching his son how to shave. Yeah. Um, just, just a, it's a, a good performance. A, a weird role and a great performance in it. Yeah. So that's when they're, we're at our first yep. impasse. <laughs> we're at our first impasse. So what we can do, we all name it, nominated Mike Feist. We can go that route with what mm-hmm. we have all nominated. I don't know how high he is for all of us. Or 
one of us can throw to somebody else's i would be honored to uh push bradley cooper as john peters over the top uh but i haven't seen patane so if if mark objects to that i'm not i'm not opposed to it um I'm not as crazy about licorice pizza as either of you guys. And the John Peter section is not my favorite section of it. Interesting. But it is also a thing of like PTA movies. I always need to watch like at Mm. least twice to like Mm. fully grasp for the most part. Um, I'm saying that and thinking of like two movies where that was not true. Three movies. Um, But (laughs) I think, I think on a revisit, it will click a little bit more. Uh, And it's a it's a fun role even if i don't you know i don't it's it's a true supporting role and I, i'm not going to vote for your carfield so also <laughs> same that was my thing <laughs> like not shitting on your pick i just like i wasn't going to he's so good um, yeah he here's is, the thing but... i am already voting for andrew garfield in a different category so okay. maybe Spoiler. well we out see. of spite i will not be <laughs> Wow, because you did nominate it in that category. Not anymore. Um, okay, best actress, Chad, or no, best supporting actress. Best supporting actress. Chad, actress. Uh, I had Ariana DeBose as Anita in West Side Story. I had Harriet Sansom Harris as Mary Grady in Licorice Pizza. I had Rebecca Ferguson as Lady Jessica in Dune. I had Frances McDormand as Lady Macbeth in Tragedy of Macbeth. Two ladies in my nomination. Mm-hmm, I know. Look at you. And then. Uh, Katrina, 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 Balfe, Balf, as Ma in Belfast. Should have looked it up. Yeah, you should have. But my nominees are Ariana DeBose as Anita in West Side Story, Jesse Buckley as Young Leda, Leda, and The Lost Daughter. But we're doing bad today, guys. Daphne Padikia as Bartolomea in Benedetta, Marley Matlin as Jackie in Coda, and Anna de Armas as Paloma. In no time to die. Uh, I am nominating Aaron DeBose as Anita, Jesse Buckley as Young Lita in The Lost Daughter, Thomas McKenzie as Old Maddox Kappa in Old, uh, Angelina Jolie as Thena in Eternals, and Katrona Balf as Ma in Belfast. This speech, this speech is making me old. It's making it's me old in it. in London in the 1960s. <laughs> My dream is to live in London. <laughs> I forgot that she was in that movie. <laughs> I she's think the that's star turned, of that movie. I think that's what turned me against Thomas and Mackenzie was that movie and being like, oh, this is just, this is what she sounds like all the time. Yeah, but like, here's the thing. to play a grown-up person in yeah. Last Night in Soho, okay. and it doesn't no, work. Her, she's playing an 18-year-old in Last Night in Soho. I absolutely wiped really that well from my old. memory. Mm-hmm. Soho yeah. sucks. <laughs> Let's be on the. But, I'm, we've oh, talked. Bad. I haven't seen. I it. think it's a horrible. But movie. Uh, Thomas and Mackenzie and old playing is good. a child, very good. and very and that good. being her voice as a child who's uncomfortable in her own body rules. It's great. Love it. I think it's so good. Explain yourself about Thena. I love the Eternals. Okay, here's here's my thing. I honestly feel like Thena has the most depth of any character introduced mm-hmm. in a Marvel movie in a long time i'm I, I mean introduce right andrew garfield uh-huh. does not introduce in a marvel movie he uh-huh. has depth that he brings to it well, like Shang-Chi. Shows, Shang-Chi doesn't 
Angelina shows up and is already like grieving yeah. and insane and has uh-huh. gone through a lot of shit. And it is immediately you see that because uh, uh-huh. she is a fantastic actress. Charlotte, yeah, she like good. goes through a bunch of shit, but you never like you watch him go through it. You don't see him and you're, you're like, oh, wow, I understand what the person has gone through. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I think Eternals actually has like two really good performances like that where it feels like baked, eh, maybe three, baked in where like there is that historical context. You just read it from them. Like I think her and I think um, Brian Tyree Henry. Mm-hmm. And then I think the guy who plays Gilgamesh, whose name I can't remember. Um, I think all three of those have that kind of like, Barry, we have lived for a long time. Not Barry Oh, Keegan. no. Barry Keegan's also good. Oh, it's a good movie. Which one's Gilgamesh? I don't even remember. Gilgamesh is strong guy. I'm the strong one. I'm not <laughs> nervous. That guy. Louisa. He's, you're thinking of Louisa from the baby no, movie. He, he's, 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 um, Don Lee as, is the Don character. Lee. Don gotcha. Lee. He yeah, is I know uh, you're talking about boyfriend. Yeah. Um, he's good. This might just come down for me not liking that movie as much as you guys, but I don't think I agree about any of this. <laughs> You don't like that movie, and I hope it ages for you better. I will say, I, it looks I, I think I will be into. I think I will be into the sequel, and yeah, it looks better, but like it also just like kind of is a bore. I don't know. I think mm. I mostly like it as a breath of fresh air in Marvel, and that character especially sure. is a breath of fresh air in Marvel. I think Mark and I also sometimes movies that start with like a text. Wall yes. of war, we're a little more like mm-hmm. okay that's why you yeah. like raya the last dragon it's because it was like, there was a land of fang and oh and claw God. anytime anytime and a movie bullshit. starts anytime a movie starts with a map and says in the time of blah 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 in the land of i'm like yeah right. yep, yep, i'm yep, just gonna yep, yep, yep. I, i've looked up the intro text to eternals a movie that is only nominated here uh it says in the beginning before Ooh. the six singularities and there yes, i was in. yes yes before the six singularity yes perfect keep reading give me more uh, before the six singularities and the dawn of creation came the celestials. Arashem, the prime celestial, yes. created the first sun and brought light into the universe. All yes. began and life began and thrived. All was in balance. Like, oh, just, just talk to me about the six singularities. Yes, please. I love it. And then we're introduced to Arashem. You're telling me there's a man named Arashem and he created oh, everything? It is not a man. It is an eternal. Anyway. No, he's a celestial. That yeah. is all, oh, whatever. That's all I'm going to say about Angelina Jolie as Athena in Eternals. Yeah, maybe uh, she also, should win. Weak-ish category. Hmm. Yeah, I, I would think so. We, we didn't talk about where we lined up with the Oscars. We lined up for Ariana DeBose and yeah. Jesse Buckley. Mm-hmm. Um, did not line up for Judy Dench, Belfast, Kristen Dunn's Power of the Dog, or uh, Ingenue Ellis and King Richard. I think that Judy and Ingenue are not great nominations, and Kristen Dunst is in a good movie. And every performance in that movie got nomination. And every performance is good in that movie. Yeah. But yeah, it's, yeah, I agree with you. Um, I want to shout out Marley Matlin in Coda, um, an Oscar winner. You know, yes. you got to recognize. Um, oh, I'm at Marley Matlin's stand. I just yeah. did not think that she had a ton to do that movie. And the stuff she, that she had to do was a little bit undercut somehow. I, it's more about the father daughter relationship, yeah. which is definitely why. He's winning. This is more of a like, Mar- this is, you know, when the Oscars nominate like a old established person and you're kind of like, 
yeah, but they didn't do that much in that role. That, that's what this Marley Matlin nomination is for me. I'm sure. like, she just sure. deserves to be nominated. I mean, I will nominate her if we did the the uh, gra- uh, Emmy's the version of this. I would have nominated her for every season of The West Wing she was in. Um, I nominated Anna de Armas as Paloma, No Time to Die, in a John Peters-esque way. Like, her scene in that movie has a completely different energy than the rest of the movie. It's yeah. so fun. As soon as it's gone, you're like, oh, I miss her. I, I miss yeah. her. <laughs> like, Come back. Um, her energy of like, you know, first day on the job, basically, like, ah, it, it, it's so good. It's fun. Um, Daphne in Benedetta, she plays Benedetta's lover and conspirer. Um, I think she's great. I, I hadn't recognized any of these people before, and they're great. Um, Jesse I'm Buckley, not- Ariana DeBose fantastic i'm not going to accuse cody of this but you could accuse him of nominating two to four people because they're hot which is Mm. bartolomea and and an armist there are also other things but they are hot i mean they are i think that's a big contributing factor to the anadarmist nomination especially after the last episode of this podcast where we went a little got a little too excited about that new ben affleck movie Oh, and, and I watched also that. Cody watched that <laughs> and also Cody last watched. night. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I mean, it's I, not good, but it's I would like, like to yeah. talk about my top two, and yeah. that is Rebecca Ferguson in Dune. Uh, good performance, Lady Jessica. Really good performance. Whenever she's using the voice, I'm very, very scared. Uh, but also, yeah, she's fun in this movie. I love it. But my winner uh, for me is Harriet Sans- Samson Harris as. Uh, Mary Grady and Licorice Pizza. If you don't remember her, that is the scene where she plays like the talent agent in the meeting with uh, Alana, and um, mm. she's like asking all these like questions about like if yes. she'll do nudity and stuff. No one, no one has made me laugh as hard as she made me laugh at that scene in a while. So that's why she's getting my win. Uh, really good supporting. Uh, just again, it was one of those things where the tone of the movie changes, and when she's gone, you just want her back. Uh, so that's uh, we have not talked about Ariana DeBose, who is going to win the Oscar. I yeah. say, as <laughs> everyone is. listening to this has has watched the Oscars, really snow. Yeah, that won. is the funny thing about this episode mm-hmm. is we keep being like, oh yeah, they're definitely you will know, and that's will fun for you. We, that's true. Is, that this, yes. is that this Sunday or next Sunday? It this comes Sunday. out the week after, <laughs> or the the Monday after the ceremony. Okay, which it's is this, normally when we record, so we're ahead mm-hmm. of the game. The Oscars are this Sunday, Chad. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, Chad is doing the calculus of how do I watch all of these movies. <laughs> no, I have no, like one. Up. I have like one movie okay. I want to watch, but other than that, I'll watch oh, King yeah, Richard the one so movie. I can know why Will Smith won. I guess. Wow. Yeah, you need to watch King Richard, but you also need to watch The Last Duel. Yeah, I, I will watch that, but like that's not like an Oscars thing. Like, oh, I gotta no. watch it before the Oscars. You know, I'm yeah. sure there are better movies than King Richard that you have not seen that you should watch. Yeah. No, um, it's the only Best Picture nominee that I haven't watched. Well, um, be really? complete us in that. Yeah. Like, okay. complete yeah. Okay. Best Picture. Then, then, yeah, that, do that. So that's why I'm watching that one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, uh, we have not talked about uh, Jesse Buckley, who is me and spoiler Cody's winner yep. for supporting actress, oh. uh, playing the young version of Olivia, Olivia Coleman. Um, Jesse Buckley, a uh, second time, third time nominee in this category. In, in these not this category, but third time nominee overall because she's been nominated to four. Wild Rose. Um, and. Uh... I'm, I'm thinking, thinking of ending, ending things. things. I wanted to and... say, I think you should leave, but 
<laughs> right. Um, which things. did win a WGA award last night. I oh, yeah, it did. Should leave. Tim Robinson um, is the future. Um, but, I would yeah, like to nominee. recount the votes. Uh, stop the steal. Ariana DeBose is who I'm putting up as, as my second choice and someone for you to consider instead of Jesse Buckley. I mean, I do consider, but I think Jesse Buckley is still my winner. I, I think the performance she gives of like, um, just a normal mom who is mm. like reaching her breaking point and like yells does, at her kids and then has the fear of like. But does yeah. she sing in a yellow dress while she says America? And no, she doesn't. Yeah, I think I that that is why Ariana DeBose should win. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't think she's really winning like the, the Oscars. I, she I didn't really like the last, the Lost you Daughter, and Jesse Buckley is like, oh, she's she's in it enough and like some little. Little flashes, but like, I don't know. Yeah, the Lost Daughter actress. is a movie that I think I like more as I think about it than I did when I watched it. But I think yeah. it's also because I went into that movie thinking it was something different than it was. So I like spent all of the movie like bracing myself for when I thought what was going to happen right. was going to happen, and it just never did. Uh, yeah, I guess that was probably my experience too, but I still don't think I like it very much. Jesse Buckley is the winner. <laughs> Sorry, Mark, Chad. Is it a, okay? Okay. Yeah, you got outvoted. Um, well, this is the only one I'm a little like meh about, but fine. You can't win them all. All right. Uh, yeah, you can't win them all. Um, I'm sure I'm about to. Well, we'll see. Um, I want to address the accusations that I only nominate people because they were hot. Because if I did, Dakota Johnson would have been nominated in this category for that same movie where she is very, very hot in it. Um, okay, best actress. I will start. Jodie Comer as Margaret de uh, Caru, the last duel. Uh, why did I do this to myself? Uh, Virginie Ifra as Benedetta and Benedetta, Olivia Coleman as Leda and The Lost Daughter, Amelia Jones as Ruby Coda, Renette Renesby as Julie, the worst person in the world. Uh, you, you mean in the worst person in the world? She is not the worst person in the world. Yes. Um, well, is she? Uh, I have Jodie Comer as Marguerite de Carew in The Last Duel, Agatha Rousseau as Alicia in Titan. Olivia Coleman as Lita in Lost Daughter, Amelia Jones as Ruby in Coda, Kristen Stewart as Princess Diana in Spencer. And I had Alana Heim as Alana in Licorice Pizza, Jessica Chastain in The Eyes of Tammy Faye uh, as Tammy Faye, uh, Rachel Ziegler as Maria, Maria in The West Side Story, The West Side Story. Uh, no, just West Side Story. I had Patty Harrison. I don't remember her character's name, and I didn't write it down. In Together, Together. Um, and then I also had Renate Rainsby as Julie in The Worst Person in the World. Okay, so I want to quickly mention uh, Benedetta from Benedetta. That performance is fucking insane and is so good. And the person who played this role was formerly like a presenter like in her native country and then she comes out and does this like like truly incredible performance um amelia jones as ruby me and mark both have her as well as olivia coleman um uh, amelia jones she i mean she's the star of coda and she gives a really good performance mm -hmm. i had not seen her in anything before and i think she's absolutely incredible um i will let 
Mark, I'll let you talk about Jody Comer and Chad. I'll let you talk about Renati, who are my other two. Sure. Uh, well, I can go ahead and talk about my noms. I had three that were sort of like in the category of like breakout, really excited about these three people. And that's Alana Heim as Alana and Licorice Pizza. Her first like acting role. Also, her music is fantastic. I love Heim. I'm going to see them at the Hollywood Bowl uh, in May. I'm okay. excited about that. Uh, but uh, Rachel Ziegler, Ziegler similarly... Zegler. Zegler similarly first movie she's ever been in is a best picture winner she's the star of the future nominee, she's gonna be the dang <laughs> gonna be the dang snow white uh she's ding dang snow white yeah. she's so good in this and movie. a superhero in shazam too oh cool she's or a okay. super villain great we don't know. um and then patty harrison and together together i mostly put this on here the, the movie is one of the nicest movies i saw last year it just feels good to watch it's a movie about like platonic male female friendship and uh yeah. surrogacy pregnancy and it's yep. really good patty harrison uh it kind of embodies all the complicated feelings that you might have when you're carrying someone's baby but you are becoming platonic friends with them right. um but i mostly just wanted this in here because i wanted to say i was nominating patty harrison for things before anybody else was it is like the jesse break. buckley <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah I, th- I seriously think she's going to be so huge like very yeah. soon she's already like pretty big and like she's yeah, in she's the in lost city things. coming out this year or this, oh, okay. week. this uh, week uh and I think that'll probably be another because I think that movie is going to be pretty big and she's going to be like that comic reliefy character side character that everyone loves and probably things will come after that yeah. and I'll be the one that already nominated her for yeah, you're a hero okay I'm a hero <laughs> um, um, talk about Renate uh, Renate Rainsby she was the heart and soul of like the best movie from last year yeah. <laughs> Um and yeah, we talked a bit earlier about just like the, the, the messiness, the insecurities, the fears of like living through your late twenties and she captures all of it and mm-hmm. it's just fun to watch. Um, I'll say, Hey, hey. looks like Dakota Johnson. So, you know, yep. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, she, she's everything I love about the movie. Pretty much. She is like integral to why it's working the way it's working um so uh, spoiler alert she's my pick for the number one <laughs> she's great yeah um mark talk about jody and yeah. the others that you want to uh well jody again like so like good. renata is the heart and soul of the last duel i mean that's what she's what they're dueling over uh and her performance in all of the sections is really what ties it together uh the the boredom she has in her own story as she's just like waiting around for her husband um her attractiveness in uh adam driver's story in why he is just listening after her um mm-hmm. just like her freedom in a time where women did not have freedom yeah is is really interesting uh, I also talk about Agatha Roussel as Alicia in Titane, another person like Renata who is not a professional actor. She's like a journalist, um, mm. but plays a insane role in this movie as someone who, like we said, fucks cars, um, and then has a very strange and just bizarre secret she has to hide as she like takes on this other persona. Um just a an incredible performance and the movie just would not survive without her but my winner is jody 
Um, my winner is also, also Renate uh, for worst person in the world. I'll also shout out Kristen Stewart, uh, okay. who is very good. She's very good. That movie like just hasn't, like I, I like it more than seemingly a lot of people, um, but it, it hasn't, I don't know, hasn't stuck with me. But Mark, are you mad about Renate? No, I'm not winner? mad. Yeah, the spoiler alert for how I think the rest of this is going to go. But we will see. I, um, I think that you guys both liked that movie a lot more than I did. Not that I didn't that like movie. that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed that movie, but it did not connect with me in the way that it did you guys. I I don't want Mark to kill me because Mark is seeing me in a couple weeks and will have the ability to kill me. In You're going to say he's better than Francis Haw? It yeah, it's, it's how I feel. It's I feel about that movie the way you feel about Francis Haw. I'm canceling like, flight plans so I can drive down there with a gun. <laughs> Mark, I think that uh, even just saying that is a crime. I'm kidding. I'm going to fly there with a gun. <laughs> okay. um, um, I can do best actor. kill me at Disney World. Um, yeah, go, with, go to best actor. Okay. So my first one, in no particular order, uh, we got Andrew Garfield as Jonathan Larson in Tick, Tick, Boom. Cooper Hoffman as Gary Valentine in Licorice Pizza. Timothy Chalamet as Paul Atreides in Dune. Jude Hill as Buddy in Belfast. That's just a crazy nomination. Then <laughs> Denzel Washington and Tragedy of Macbeth as Macbeth. As Macbeth. As the titular Macbeth. Um, my nominations are Andrew Garfield as Jonathan Larson, Tick, Tick, Boom. Cooper Hoffman as Gary Valentine, Licorice Pizza. Matt Damon as Bill Baker in Stillwater. Benedict Cumberbatch as Phil Burbank in The Power of the Dog. Matt Damon as Jean de Carreau in The Last Duel. That's the uh, double Damon is what I've got. That is a double Damon. Uh, double Damon. I also have Matt Andrew Garfield as Jonathan Larson. Cooper Hoffman as Gary Valentine. Timothy Chalamet as Paul Atreides. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as Phil Burbank in Power of the Dog. And then Nick Cage as Rob Feld in Pig. Pretty good nomination. Where we line up is Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom and Benedict Cumberbatch for Power of the Dog and Denzel Washington in The Tragedy of Macbeth. We do not line up on Will Smith and King Richards or Javier Bardem being the Ricardos. Will is winning the Oscar and this is one of those where it's like, yeah, Will Mm. Smith should have an Oscar, but I don't feel that strongly about this particular movie. And I actually think the like lesson of the movie's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll watch it this week and I'll let you know. Yeah. Um, we did uh, we talk about the Oscars for your best actress. We did not. Uh, we so lined, you got it. Mark. We lined up with Jessica Chastain, Olivia Coleman, and Kristen Stewart. Did not line up with Penelope Cruz in Parallel Mothers, a movie that none, none of, of us have seen. Have seen. I don't uh, know. How or to see it. Nicole Kidman in Bing the Ricardos, which I have seen. <laughs> I have also seen. The thing is, it's a good performance if she wasn't playing Lucille Ball. <laughs> like it's one of those where like yeah the performance is pretty good in the movie that is written but it we know what lucille ball is supposed to feel like and it doesn't anyway mm-hmm. back to best actor um i double damon i think it was a good year for damon i think in stillwater he's so good and then i think in the last duel he plays like a pathetic loser but in his version of the story he's like an honorable man like and he he plays both of those things and i think he does it really well i mean matt damon fucking good actor like he is really oh, good amazing actor and and in stillwater he plays kind of like you know 
a middle of the country, you know, Oklahoma, I think, right? Oklahoma. Like, yeah. Yeah. And he's, you know, wearing like camo hats and his shirt tucked in as he's like walking around France. And, and uh, a tank top with his, his 40 year old guns showing. Yeah. It's uh yeah. Great performance. Um, we're going to talk about Cooper and Andrew more. My winner is Benedict Cumberbatch's Phil Burbank. Mm. Cumbie is somebody who like I am sometimes colder to because I think he can be a very like precise actor but then other times I love him like I th- I yeah. think he's pretty fun as Doctor Strange in depends on the most movie. of his outings yeah <laughs> I think he's great in the Avengers movies and Doctor Strange I actually do not like him that much in the Spider-Man movie um he just feels kind of like annoying in that movie um but I, I do love him as Sherlock. I think that's a perfect Benedict Cumberbatch role. Um, but Boy. I think he's specifically so good as Phil Burbank because Phil is a character who's like putting on a character. Like as that movie unfolds and you find out like Phil went yeah. to like an Ivy League school and like he's actually like really, really smart, but he's putting on this persona I... of like America embodied. And like, so it, I have heard that take, but I almost feel, which I think is a interesting take. I read it more as that he is stuck in that persona mm-hmm. because the man that he loves, he's just trying to emulate the man that he loves. Well, so he's not, he's not pretending to be that as much as like, that is what he wants to be. And that's but, what he wants right. people to see him as. I think you're absolutely right, but it's still a, it's still a put on. Like yes. it, it, it's yeah. still like, and so it coming from, I think it's like just an excellent like piece of casting. And I think he's great in that movie and he holds that movie together. Um, your turn. Boys. Uh, I will talk about Nick Cage as Rob Feld and pig a just, a, I mean, it's like a, to an extent, a classic modern Nick Cage of like beat up angry, yeah. but he also has the superpower of like, communicating perfectly to someone through food yeah uh which is like incredible he like is someone that has like been through the ups and downs of like you know fame in the food world in portland and is just over it and is just living his life now that his reason to live is gone which is his wife now his new reason to live is gone his pig um and just his like his 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 you just read that on him uh in in an incredible way i'll also talk about timothy um which chad can also touch on if he would mm-hmm. like um but he timothy just has a great way of playing these pretentious spoiled kids yeah um and that is what paul atreides is um yeah like he's a child of royalty and uh you know he didn't he didn't ask to be bestowed with any of this like chosen one bullshit but he's still bestowed with it and uh yeah, I, 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 the little fit he throws in the tent uh, as he realizes that his dad is is dead and he's the the uh, duke now. Yeah, um, is is just like the perfect like just spoiled kid fit. Uh, it's just it's great. What is the specific thing that he is? Mark, do you remember the name it's of it? The, it's the oh uh, the the. The I mean, there's a the bunch Mada, of things. The Mada the, Dib. The, the Dib is his nickname. It's the... Oh, That's the prophecy, I think, right? Uh, no, the Dib is the nickname, which is... Um, 
hold on. I'm going to get this. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I can talk about other actors while you think. No, no, no. Yeah, We're go still ahead. talking about Timmy. Because my thought on Timmy is I agree that it's a really good performance, but by its nature, it's very like restrained and interior. So like it is good, but it's a little hard for me to connect. It's to. the it's the Lisa Nakaib. Yes. Yep, mm, yep, 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 yep. So I, we all three nominated Cooper Huffman. Yep. Uh, to me, I was just like seeing shadows of his dad and it made me like sad and happy. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing what else he does. If he even acts again, it seems like he might, he might not. I don't know. Uh, Him and Jesse Plemons should be in a movie together. That'd be great. Um, but if there was an award for sweatiest actor, I'd choose Jesus. him. That, yeah. that kid was running around a lot. You just knew he had that back sweat. Um, we all nominated Andrew Garfield. I think uh, we all liked Jonathan Larson. The the kid mm-hmm. can sing. Um, the kid can just fucking own the camera. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's great. He's great. Um, I also had Jude Hill for Buddy in Belfast. That I mean, I like a good. I like rewarding a good kid actor. When I mean, a kid actor doesn't fine, ruin a movie, I'm like, yeah, that kid's great. And he's you know he's the the optimistic lens through which we view yeah. Belfast in the movie. And it, and he, he nails it. He's great. Uh, and then Denzel Washington and Macbeth, obviously it's great. He's I, I think it himself. is a good, a good take on Macbeth, mm-hmm. which is like tired. He's yeah. just a very yeah. tired. Yes. It's, it's, it's like, as soon as he realizes what he's paid for his, his title, he's like, ah, oh, fuck. I got to deal with all this <laughs> so shit. Tired. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, um, we have Chad. Feel free to say your winner because we have not talked about my winner yet. Sure. Well, who's your winner? No, you did. We did talk about your winner. Chad, did we talk about Andrew Garfield? I haven't yeah, said. About him. Oh, you said you said you're doing Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Andrew Garfield for Jonathan Larson as you take boom, who right. is the just encapsulate encapsulates the energy and uh, narcissism that it takes to be mm-hmm. a like a Broadway writer. And a successful one at that. Um, he is the the right level of annoying where you're like, yeah, this guy's on Broadway. Yep. Um, but you still <laughs> like him. Right. Who's your so that's Mark's that's winner. My winner. Who's your winner, Chad? Um, I'm gonna go, it's tough. Uh probably don't think, just go, just say it. Just say who you think it is. Just say it. I'm st- I'm stuck. Uh I wanna give it to Cooper Hoffman. I love okay. Cooper Hoffman and Licorice Pizza. So we're at an impasse. We got Garfield versus Cumberbatch versus Cooper Hoffman. I will throw my vote over to Andrew Garfield as Jonathan Larson. That feels like a good consensus. All right. Andrew me. Garfield winning for Peter 3 and Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> nope. Got it. In the no, books. No, no, that's not, that's not how it goes. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is why uh, we reward him here. Okay. For his, um, for his performance in Spider-Man No Home. Sure. Best director, I have Jane Campion, The Power of the Dogs, Steven Spielberg, West Side Story, Riddler, Riddler Scott. <laughs> thinking, about the, <laughs> thinking about Joker or Batman again. Where are the bombs, uh, Ridley? <laughs> Ridley Scott, The Last Duel, Joachim Trier, and The Worst Person in the World, and Paul Verhoeven for Benedetta. I had... James Gunn for the Suicide Squad, not James. I want everyone to know that when Chad first had this in the doc, James Gunn was spelled G U N. 
like the weapon and okay. I had to fix it. I was typing it on my iPad and iOS devices are more sensitive to autocorrect. I'm assuming uh, that's what happened. Okay. 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 <laughs> I've got Steven Spielberg for West Side Story, Denis Villeneuve for Dune, Joaquin Trier for The Worst Person in the World, and Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza. I have Jane Campion for Power of the Dog, Joel Cohen for Tragedy uh, Macbeth, Ridley Scott for The Last Duel, Julia Drukarna for Detain, and David Lowry for The Green Knight. So Mark hit Green Knight. I think we've talked about these other movies, which tends to be what happens on this, as we've already talked about them by the time we get here. Yeah. We can still highlight why we picked who we did, but um, have to go I also them. had David Lowry for a definite screenplay for Green Knight, so I'll just put them both in the same i didn't talk about them in that category oh. for some reason um but uh it's a, a beautiful movie with great atmosphere yeah um you know it's adapted from a medieval poem, poem. um yeah. and i think it adds a lot of the side tangents that happen mm-hmm. in the movie um i think it's it's just gorgeous it's like the right like balance of like episodic and poetic and literal and mythical um and i mean again it is just just gorgeous so i had to had to shout it out um i want to talk about my two blockbusters on my list i've got the suicide squad by james gunn um a movie which i love way more than you two do uh way more than (laughs) most people do it's like in my top five of the year i love this movie there's been a lot of discourse this week specifically as we're recording this about spider-man no way home and the batman specifically about how gorgeous the batman looks because it's mostly shot practically and uh, you can't smell any vfx on it and then spider-man no way home which is mostly shot in front of green screens and it looks ugly and uh shallow and just bad and the Batman, it's easy to wrap your mind around like shooting a movie that looks good. That's just the Batman being a detective going on crime scenes and stuff like you can wrap your mind around how easy that is to do this movie. Not just like the v, not just the VFX on like the creatures and stuff, but like I feel like it's a good meeting in the middle between these two things. Like I, mm-hmm. to, it's like the sky is the limit of what you can do in a movie these days. Like you can have a battle on the Statue of Liberty between three Spider-Men and a lizard monster. Almost completely in the dark. And yeah, uh, and it looks more so, on scaffolding than the Statue of Liberty. Looks yeah, so goop, and looks so goopy and bad. In the Suicide Squad, I think that scene in the Suicide Squad, you have Starro, a big giant starfish that looks really good. Like looks really good. They're not they're not hiding away from any like huge spectacle but like none it all looks so good it's all filmed starro feels really like tactical like yeah it, like when they go into the eye like it, yeah if you it it's tangible is the word that i was looking for yes Tactile. i i agree completely and like the the king shark is another character who's like mm-hmm. a cg character but like the way they went about doing it was like they didn't just like uh, they were they were shooting on location it's like a movie it's yeah. big and it's like it should it's be like movie. yeah it's a movie which is like the barest of minimum but like the suicide squad just like works it i love the characters i love the story the big hero moment where they're like literally putting their life on the line they think amanda waller is gonna blow their brains up and they're like we got it we can't just do the we got to do the right thing i love yeah. that hero beat it's so good you're so next that's, blockbuster and then there's Dune, which is just like from a production design standpoint, from a fucking just shot composition, 
performances it all the vfx on like the bombs that fucking blow up inside the like force field they're very cool so good these are these are two of my favorite blockbusters in a while and then dune i'm just really looking forward to the sequel and seeing the whole cohesive like tune yeah picture yeah tune um uh, ridley scott directed two movies this year one of them is very good and super well directed. I mean, House of Gucci's well. Neither of them are it's bad. Just, uh, yeah, yeah. House of Gucci probably just needed to be cut some or well, cut less. I don't know. It, so I, I would less. almost say it's directed poorly because it does feel like two different movies. Like half the cast is on one wavelength. Oh, he let the them all do another. their own thing. Yeah. yeah. So um, like in 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 a, in a sense of like controlling your your piece of art, I I would argue it, it might be poorly directed. But Last Duel is not. And Last Duel is like, he makes the like Middle Ages look fucking disgusting. Like he really has that choice. And like, that's the right one. And everyone's like dirty and has weird haircuts. And uh, it's great. Um, We've talked about worst person in the world. Uh, Shouts to Paul Verhoeven for Benedetta. Benedetta is a movie that like, you hear on paper sounds just like a like titillating like just middle finger to censors type of movie and that's not what it is at all and it's the most restraint that I've ever seen Paul Verhoeven have um and just really like weaves the tell well with like beautiful imagery and great performances uh, in- incredible um but come on guys oh well and jane campion shoots the shit out of uh australia making it look like wyoming it's gorgeous those performances obviously are incredible we keep talking about them jane campion is somebody who i've watched her movies recently had not before this year and really have a better sense of her as a director um big fan of the piano um and also there's piano in this movie uh (laughs) kirsten dunn's plays it um it's absolutely I, I love great. I love hearing her play the piano, um, yeah. but like mad shouts to the boy, the king, the absolute fucking unit, Steven Spielberg directing the fuck out of West Side Story. It just like people. Oh my god! It, did I? Oh no, I nominated him. Okay, good. I was about yeah, to say, did, did I not nominate okay. him? <laughs> but yeah, I did. He's he's like inarguably like one of the biggest directors it's not that interesting that he's my favorite but i think because Mm -hmm. he is such a populist director people sometimes forget that he fucking knows what he's doing he's so fucking skilled at it and he isn't that interested in doing the same shit over and over again he specifically picked this movie because he's never done a musical there holy uh... fuck he's so good at it there was a clip going around on Twitter not too long ago from another musical movie from this past year. Yes. The, uh, what was that one called? Dear um, Evan Hansen. Dear Evan Hansen. And it was a scene where like he walks into a crowded like gymnasium where like there's like a pep rally going on. And it was compared to the scene where uh, Anita and Maria are walking into the dance at the, the gym. The jam dance, yeah. And oh my God, the uh, the relentless cutting and just like right. ugly shots that was going on in Dear Evan Hansen. The, the kind of bad, bad composition. Like the thing is yeah. like, I, the, the, the choreography scene, and a musical number. 
there was no there was dancing. No choreography. There was no. It was, it was weird. And the, then you it's compare a different that to type the, of musical, but the sweeping yeah. musical numbers in West Side Story. And yes, it is a different type of musical, but like that that comparison was just like this is a director, the Dear Evan Hansen director. I don't know his name, but this is a director who is who yeah. showing up to get coverage. Yeah, and he's not really interested in making things look pretty. Yeah, Steven <laughs> Chabosky. Steven Spielberg, who is the master, he's the guy. Chabosky got his career writing Perks of Being a Wallflower. Started off as gotcha. a book author and has now directed what the Perks movie, Wonder uh, movie. I like the Perks movie. That, that was yeah, a good Perks movie. Movie's pretty good. He also made uh, what's the movie with uh, Zach Galifianakis in the mental hospital? Mm-mm, different guy. Did he write that book? No. Why am I thinking that? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I, you know, like I, I, the, the the that the scene that was the comparison, like in West Side Story, is a oneer. So, like, I get a little like itchy when people like point to that because people just get blown away by like oneer shots, right? But like a oneer that like sweeps through this much no, choreography it's, it's, it's so it just it's, puts you in the movie it's good it's, it's very good and the movie has cuts in it and he still uses them all well the, the mm-hmm. scene i thought about like when i saw the trailer is when tony and riff like they put the gun you like follow the gun to the ground and mm-hmm. then back up like that shot's incredible but also like he had such a specific vision of what he wanted the whole movie to be and to look mm-hmm. like and to feel like i mean the I mean, yes, obviously, there's a lot of credit to Tony Kushner for the writing and uh, Lubieski for the cinematography. Um, A funny story where Spielberg had to, like, a thing Lubieski loves to do is, like, just, like, water down all the pavement so they're, like, shiny and glistening, and he loves puddle shots and stuff like that, and Steven Mm -hmm. had to be, like, you cannot do it. They are dancing. They will fall. You cannot. (laughs) And, like, Again, I, I I yell about him all the time, but Steven Spielberg treats directing like a job, not an ego exercise. And he like treats his crew members really well, treats his cast members really well, treats it like a job. Everybody goes home. Everybody had like a real sense of camaraderie. He like knows he is like a good leader, like the epitome of what a director is. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think he's absolutely so is he who you're voting for then no fucking obviously (laughs) (laughs) like uh i I, I don't direct steven every time he come i don't pick him every time he comes up yeah i don't think you nominated him for like the post uh i think you nominated him i don't think i I think i may have did you vote for him okay but i don't think he was my winner um i did yeah yeah nominated ready play right but like no look at this fucking thing no, I mean, I agree, and I'm, I'm voting for West Side Story, too. I love all these other movies for all the reasons you said, but yeah, West Side Story. Stephen Spielberg. I, my personal winner is Jane Campion, but I am A-OK with Stephen winning. <laughs> I got worked up. I think he's, like, Honestly, so I was I was considering Dreams Gun Suicide Squad until I heard your speech, so. Okay, it, it did its job. I'm hot. Um... Oh, I'm so excited. We'll get to that in a minute. Anyway, best <laughs> picture, Mark. Yeah. Okay, so these are now in no particular order, but I will start with um, Tatane and then The Last Duel. 
and then in the heights and then power of the dog and then green knight tick tick boom west side story benedetta tragedy of breath and old so i did not know that in the heights was so high up for you and that is interesting because that is a movie that, that is, i forgot about didn't care for again that is in no particular order um yeah. so it's not necessarily my number three movie that is a movie oh sure that but i just mean like top I, 10 like that's wild. i think that like we talk about uh dear evan hansen being a poorly directed musical yeah. in the heights is not a poorly directed musical. no not at all it's it's well directed. Uh, it I is just... it is a gorgeous musical with uh inventive setting uh great choreography a great musical in general yeah, um, yeah that scene where they, they start out. dancing on the walls i really yeah. i really like that scene it's I, don't, great. I still don't know how they shot it really rotating the, it's set. crazy i don't, I don't know, know how they it's did cool that. it looks the, really cool the pool scene is so cool um I think that like it sucks that it came out so early because I think it yeah, could have. I mean, they obviously didn't want it to be anywhere near West Side Story, but right. I think it is an interesting comparison that no one's making because it's completely out of the consciousness. Right. And they treated it like a fucking failure because it was the first one up and uh, it did fine compared to a lot yeah. of other movies yeah. this year. Yeah. But it was treated like a massive failure and it shouldn't yeah. have been. Um, I um, also. I mean, the other thing is that that movie, like just seeing that movie was such an experience for me because it was like the first time mm-hmm. being back in a theater, like that was the movie that like I had been hyping myself up for and it like just totally did not disappoint. Yeah. My nominees are The Lost Daughter, The Matrix Resurrections, Benedetta, West Side Story, Tick, Tick, Boom, The Mitchells versus The Machines, Coda, Licorice Pizza, The Last Duel, The Worst Person in the World. Great. Um, my nominations are Coda, Tick, Tick, Boom, The Tragedy of Macbeth, West Side Story, Luca, Belfast, The Suicide Squad, Licorice Pizza, Dune, and The Worst Person in the World. So where we lined up with the Oscars, Licorice Pizza, Power of the Dog, Dune, Belfast, Tick, Tick, Boom, West Side Story, where we did not line up. <laughs> these are bad nominees <laughs> don't look up king richard and nightmare alley um yeah, also those are drive bad my nominees. car we didn't nominate for best picture oh well mark also didn't put it in his list what what how'd this happen how did that happen i don't know i'm, I'm looking at the 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 doc that cody made not the one mark made uh, the doc, doc cody made where we don't includes king richard and drive oh. my car Tick Tick Boom wasn't nominated for Best Picture. Okay, That's, well I'm mad about that now. Yeah, it was not nominated. So Drive My Car is the the one in its place. Good job. Gotcha. Um, cool. So we've talked about all these movies. Um, we ready to say what we're voting for? Yeah, let's just do it, Mark. Cool. What's your pick? Uh, my pick is The Last Duel. Good pick. Okay. Good movie. Good movie. Uh, uh, my sorry, pick, pick is Licorice Pizza. Shit. I think he might be doing this for drama. My <laughs> but at the same time, it's true. It, it like these two movies, the one you're about to say is essentially a, an exact tie for me. Um, my number one is the worst person in the world. And yeah. can I tell you guys something? What's that? my top three films of the year? Worst person in the world, last duel, licorice pizza. pizza. Hell yeah. <laughs> So there's no losing for you, really. No, no, there's not. 
Um, I mean, so just... Licorice Pizza and Worst Twist in the World are both movies that did not connect with me as much as they did with you. Oh, not, We're not even in my top 10. Uh, both of those wow. movies are movies that I think would benefit from a rewatch for me. Yeah, sure. Um, so. But not in my top 10. I'd be fine with Worst Person winning. Okay, I'd be fine with the worst person winning. I think worst person wins. Fun. Who cares? <laughs> Mainly because I know it, it would it would suck for uh, a movie chat has not seen to win. Do you think? Yeah. Uh, do you think the Academy does this? They just say like, ah, West Side Story wins. Who cares? <laughs> I don't care. I mean, they do preferential ballots, so kind of, kind of. <laughs> just like, yeah, what's number three? Go for it. Care? Eh, sure. So let's review the winners. Cool. <clears throat> for best voiceover, Jack Dylan Grazer as Alberto in Luca. Best animated feature, The Mitchells versus the Machines. Best adapted screenplay, Nicole Holofson or Ben Affleck and Matt Damon in The Last Duel. Original screenplay, Esquivel Vo and Joaquin Trier in The Worst Person in the World. Supporting actor, Bradley Cooper as John Peters in Licorice Pizza. Supporting actress, Jesse Buckley as Young Leda in The Lost Daughter. Best Actress, Renate Renezve as Julie, the worst person in the world. Best Actor, Andrew Garfield as Jonathan Larson, Tick, Tick, Boom. Best Director, Steven Spielberg, West Side Story. And Best Picture, the worst person in the world. Guys, we weren't purposely trying to do a pretty, like, well spread of awards, but we did. Like, nominated I'm, a bunch of different, or a lot of different winners. In there. I'm not going to lie here. I, I was mad about Jesse Buckley earlier. I'm over it. This was a good awards show. Jesse Buckley yeah. rules, and I just the lost daughter just didn't connect with me. But this is her the revenant win, the way I see yeah. it. She should have. Yeah. Sure. She's like a first time like consideration <laughs> for the Academy. But for us, it's like, oh, she should have won years ago. For won years ago. Yeah. I mean, Andrew Garfield's kind of that for us too. Yeah. Like, truly. Some of these do feel like career ones for us. Like Bradley Cooper feels like a bit of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack Dylan Grazer, weirdly, <laughs> because yeah. um, was he nominated Steve. for Shazam for us? I don't, I don't, I don't, I hope not. I, I mean, not because don't. I hate Shazam, but right, that would it would have been, been kind of a wild choice. <laughs> but I mean, he just got mentioned uh, yeah. in previous ones, and then like Stephen. I mean, this is the first time Stephen has won. Um, and like <laughs> he's never won a picky. I don't think well, so. so don't this is his so. like career I mean, like, picky. <laughs> what would he have won for? Uh, I don't know. He definitely I mean, he's got nominated won, for. He's the, won the fucking best picture from best pictures. So true. From wait, from us? Jurassic World. Park. Jurassic Park. You, yeah, same fucking thing. <laughs> nope. Absolutely, is not the same thing. Um, do we want to talk about what we think is gonna win next year? uh yeah 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 mark do you have a pick um i well first of all i think killers of the flower moon carries over but i also get another pick yeah 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 let sure. me think about it okay well i you also have, have two picks so this works out well i, I think no to have two picks i think the batman is gonna win some technicals next year and i think it's gonna win best picture in my heart for I think we accomplished the mission of the podcast and found the best movie of our lifetime with Matt Reeves, the Batman. I love that movie so much. It's just everything I want a movie to be. But my real pick and one that I think has a chance at like some of the more screenplay noms and like maybe even being nominated for best picture, uh, but it's still like a fun movie is Nope from Jordan Peele. 
Yeah, we'll see about that one. They were not as hot on us. So not as um, hot on us. This one is coming out in a slightly more favorable time than any of his other either of his other movies came out. Those were both February releases. Summer. It's it's not Oscar time. So I don't know. Yeah, it's a step for I mean, he got his Oscar with a February release with Get Out, which is nuts. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, my two. The first is the Fablemans. Yeah, I think it's set probably... to come out this year. I mean, it is for November. Mm-hmm. It is Steven Spielberg literally like writing about his life for the first time. He's obviously pulled lots and lots of elements, but this is like strongly based on his childhood. He fucking cast David Lynch in yeah, it. Do we think David Lynch gets a supporting actor nom? <laughs> he could be because supposedly he's playing John Ford, the director because mm. oh interesting even spielberg met him as a kid i thought um, he was playing like the father figure in the movie no the father okay. is um hold on i'm gonna tell is you is it this. seth rogan's or seth rogan's the uncle seth rogan's the uncle wow. and now do we get a seth rogan supporting actor nomination very possible very i mean if possible. we didn't get it for the long shot i don't think we ever get it um michelle williams is playing the mom paul dano no yeah paul dano's playing the dad paul dano's playing his dad yeah and then uh julia butters is playing his sister um judd hirsch is in it and then yeah um david lynch oh damn Uh, it i see the document and the i'm frustrated because you're right about your next one cody (laughs) And then my next one is Avatar 2. Shut the fuck up. What are you talking about? Ooh, I think Batman will get some technicals. Yeah, technicals out of a Navi's ass because it's going to win best visual effects. Damn it. All of that shit. It is. Fuck will off. It be you're, nominated you're correct for best and I'm picture? mad about it. Will it be nominated for best picture? I don't think so. I don't think the second one gets the nomination the way the first one did, but I would love to be wrong. I mean, um, it's... But it could. <laughs> it could. This this sick, sick man just comes out of like hiding every 10 years and just puts out a movie that like takes the world by surprise somehow, even though he's done this every single time. Like I just cannot wait till November where people are like, wow, can't believe. Can you believe Avatar 2's like number one at the box office and made three billion dollars? It's like, shut up. Three billion. Is that your official guess? No, no, because no movie's ever done that. But yeah um so my two predictions not to interrupt this avatar talk i'm sure there will be more of it in the next year of podcast but yeah the uh, video game comes out in a little bit yes <laughs> so which will that. be cody's megaplex um my two picks are three thousand years of logging about mm, a, a a genie um yep. <laughs> starring idris elba and tilda swinton um directed by uh i george just, miller george miller thank you uh, and then also Babylon, a movie, who knows what it's yeah. fucking about, It's but it's set in period Hollywood and it's directed by Damien Chazelle and it has Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie in it. So that's a good yeah, pick. That'll get oh, some and Tom McGuire and Olivia Wilde. The Oscars love Damien. So, and they love, oh, they, also love they also love period Hollywood. So. And they also love Margot Robbie and they also love, or they like love movies Brad Margot Robbie's Pitt. in. Has she been nominated? She was nominated for Wolf Oh, she's been nominated a lot. Not for that. She was nominated for Bombshell and that's right. I or was she yeah. or was Charlie's there? No, she was. was. She was uh, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah. Good picks. 
and also none of us said the Olivia Wilde movie, the the Florence Pugh. I don't think it's gonna get Oscar. Yeah, I mean, I think we'll love it, but I think it'll be one of those like under the radar cult film Twitter movies. Also, congrats, congrats, Chad, for not saying Asteroid City. Asteroid City, what's that? No, Sanderson movie. It's called Asteroid City. Oh yeah, that's right, the Tom Hanks one. Oh, I didn't know that had a name. Cool. Um, it's called yeah, Asteroid I mean, City. A, a good fucking name. The Academy don't like Wes as much as I do, but no, they don't. Didn't, didn't stop you last year. Hey, <laughs> but... listen. I thought French Dispatch looked like it was going to be really good, and it was really good. It was really good. Uh, um, just not as cohesive say... as a movie as I wanted it to be, but it's fine. I just wanted it to be something it wasn't. We also didn't say Spider-Verse, and that's kind of because I don't know how the Academy will react to that as a part one um, mm. and a sequel. But well, if it's anything like Dune, it'll get a Best Picture nomination. True. Also, Strange Worlds is the uh, Disney animation project we don't know a lot about that's coming out in November. That's definitely something to keep an eye out for I mean, in November. I, I do think it's safe to say Spider-Verse will get a nomination for Best Animated I movie. think so. Yeah, I that, that's safe positive. to say. Like every How to Train Your Dragon sequel got, like it's a sequel and it's part of a series. And yeah. I think it's a heavy animation year though because you, you know we go in mm. waves and right. like we got Lightyear, we've got Turning Red. You're right. We've we got, got that Apollo Richard Linklater, Apollo 10 and a half. Yeah, that looks like buttholes. So no <laughs> I think is, is the Wes Anderson movie animated, Mark? Or I, don't I don't think, think it so. is. Oh, okay. The title makes it sound like it is. Um... We also have Lyle Lyle Crocodile coming out this year. <laughs> True story. Super Mario Brothers. That's not getting nominations. I feel pretty confident in saying that. I mean, it, it might get nominated for Best Animated Feature. We will see. Who knows what, what they if, have in store? What if like, the Lego Boots movie beats. sounded like it was going to be bad? I, I'm i all about... Yeah, and it didn't get nominated. Did it not get nominated? Oh, yeah. No. Like well, That was the thing. Like Lego Batman got... That one got snubbed too, didn't it? None of them have been nominated. That's well, the insane. thing is the Lego movie was, was partially live action, so they were probably kind of borderline there. Do we think Bob's Burgers gets in? No, I don't. I don't. Probably, probably not. Well, I did don't the think Simpsons, Simpsons move? move in, I don't Check think it. so. If it did, that's interesting. I mean, if, uh-huh. if you're going to say that the Linklater movie looks like butt, Bob's Burgers kind of looks like butt, too. Simpsons the animation not. doesn't, though. I like the animation. Like, that's my biggest problem with the Linklater movie, is I think that animation looks butt. No, I'm like. talking specifically about the animation in Bob's Burgers, because oh, it looks well, like a TV show. Animation, it looks like oh, it doesn't look like a, a movie. Yeah, but it looks like Bob's Burgers. There's nothing cinematic show. about it. It looks like a, it looks like an episode of Family Guy. Like, it looks like a, well, looks this like a TV has, show. <laughs> This has been uh, the, the 2021 Pickies. Uh, have a good time, everyone. And remember, oh, yeah. tick, tick, boom. Uh, no, we have to do the in Don't talk, don't talk um, about Bruno. Uh, let me, this let has me been play Best a, Pictures. Hold on, hold on. Let me play a set song. We don't talk about Bruno. You guys say people who died. <laughs> We don't talk. Jeffrey about Epstein you. killed himself was, in a. That's a while prison. ago, my man. <laughs> I was just trying to think of dead people. That was the only one I could think of. Okay, thanks everybody for the <laughs> award show. And remember, you can pick your friends and you can pick your nose, but you can't pick the pickies.
is next? Is it me? No, it's me. Okay. Oh fuck. Where where's the streaming? Uh, what what movie are we on? We're in 2014. Oh, oh, don't even fret your little head because we're gonna love the film we're about to watch. Okay. I don't think you've seen it, um, but it is a masterpiece. Um, a true masterpiece. Okay. <clears throat> Next episode on Best Pictures, we are watching David Fincher's Gone Girl. Hell um, yeah. You can watch it on Freeform, apparently, or Sling TV, or you can just rent it um, or buy it because it's great. I will be reading the book. I will not be watching the movie. Okay, you're not going to read the book in two weeks. I know that. For Chad, it's so many sentences. I'm going to read it fast. <laughs> I, I don't believe that. It's hundreds of sentences, Chad. I'm going to be mad if, like, Chad, Chad, okay, actually, can you promise me something right now on mic? Because you haven't, because you haven't seen Gone Girl. Okay. Don't watch Deepwater until after you've seen Gone Girl. Because okay. you're going to compare the two movies just inherently because of that. Okay. Like, well, one of them is much one of better than good. the other. One of them's very good, but I kind of want you to go but clean to Gone Girl. Gone Girl doesn't have one of the armors now, does it? It has Rosamund Pike. It has Rosamund Pike and Carrie Coon. Does it have no, it doesn't. It, it, oh, it also it has Emily any... Radigalski. Yeah, I was about to say it has yeah. no boobs in it, but it, it does. Actually. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing this movie. Doesn't it have the Affleck dick? Isn't that where we oh, see the you, Affleck dick? Yep. Okay. Affleck dick in it. Yep. I've seen that part of the movie. Chad, Chad <laughs> of course. Do you know the twist of Gone Girl? No. Don't look it up. Okay. Don't That's look it up. Just watch I the film. Oh, I'm so excited. So excited. So excited. So excited. She wasn't gone at all. <laughs> okay, stop know. it. In this recording, it's so hot in my house. That might be cool.com. You never know. <laughs>